What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I'm back. I'm here. I'm alive. We've been rolling. By the way, I just wanted to touch who, which one of y'all has been letting out your fucking big ass weather balloons, like your personal balloons? What's going on here? I mean, this has been going on for what now? Like almost two weeks. Someone needs to get their damn balloons under control pissing off the u.s military that's not good you're making everybody freak out why is there balloons in the sky so yeah that whole situation i mean if you haven't if you don't know about these balloons you're definitely living under a rock i don't watch the news and i know about the balloons um yeah this is a weird situation i really don't totally get what's going on i don't know why it's definitely just like it's so weird like the whole situation is weird because you know china's definitely lying about like the reasoning but it's also like why would it be so blunt and obvious if they were trying to spy because we know they can see shit and they do spy all the time so it's just a very weird situation and, and how many balloons have we shot down now like i heard of something being shot down over alaska the other day and then like the other main ones and all this stuff it's ridiculous and then people are wondering like man, why are we shooting down these balloons, or why didn't we do this sooner, oh my gosh, like, what, why is it a big deal, blah, 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 and, uh, people, come on, do you not know that we have a traumatic history of balloons, come on, and World War II, Japan thought it was an ingenious idea in the war to release thousands of these balloons to drift over in the jet stream and hope that they land in the U.S. and cause U.S. casualties, in all reality, it was a stupid plan and i think there was like one casualty and it was a canadian boy over on the far northeast so just north of new england area and that those places so we don't have a great history with balloons so we get we get freaky when we see one okay we want to pop them they freak us out americans have a, a bad history with balloons we did try creating bat bombs to fight against Japanese so I don't know if we can yeah not a bad idea that actually backfired the one time they actually used it um they actually burned down a, a local barn that they needed or some shit it was a bad idea don't 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 make bombs out of bats stupid but that whole situation is so fucking weird and entertaining to say the least there's been some interesting stuff going on in the news. I can tell I haven't watched a whole lot, but between the, the balloons and the shit going on in Syria right now because of the earthquakes is absolutely crazy uh, just with everything going on. But real quick, I wanted to give you guys a quick update. So I told you that I would be studying a bunch and things are on the back burner. I didn't post anything on the Clips channel <laughs> the past week and I'm hoping to have a video up tomorrow as of filming this and working on that actually after I get off of here and um, just doing some other stuff I've been studying I racked up last week I don't know last week alone but on like three full days I did like one day of like eight hours and 40 minutes I did another day of like seven and a half hours I did another day of like nine hours and like 10 minutes trying to get this done and I've made a lot of progress and I'm actually getting through it a lot faster than I thought I was going to be able to so I'm kind of kind of excited I should have the course done this week if I stay up on it and and um 
it should should be done this week, and I can study and, and actually prepare for the realtor's exam. So that'd be cool. But um, yeah, there's a reason why the, this this is Monday right now that I'm recording this. I had grand plans when I went to bed th- uh, Thursday, Tuesday night, or what? Saturday night, and just about how oh I have so much to do. I'll have such a busy day. Very productive. I will record the podcast. I will edit clip videos. I will prepare a bunch of shorts. I'll get all my dishes done, laundry, fold, you know, adulting stuff. Um, I think I'm, I don't think, I, I scratched like one thing off of that list, honestly. And that was just kind of cleaning up around the house, like general cleaning up. Other than that, I didn't do jack shit. I think the studying for three days and everything just really got to me where I was just like, I don't feel like, like doing stuff, like shit at all. Luckily, uh, somebody's decided to take me out to lunch, not take me, but invited me out to lunch and get me out of the house a little bit. Cause I knew I'd been studying for three days straight. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm down. So it was kind of nice to have a little change in scenery and brain function for a little bit. Cause it's been rough, but I'm just trying to, trying to knock this out and get it done. Um, so besides that stuff and the news and everything, not a whole lot going on. I'm uh, I'm back in the gym. Like I said, I'm getting back after that. Uh, I hope you guys did enjoy last week's episode. It wasn't super long. Um, and uh, I've been posting the shorts and certain things. I posted one today and it was called I Hate Gen Z. I'll be honest, I did kind of use that for clickbait. And uh, I got a few people commenting and I was kind of like, eh. one was like a 55 year old and one was something else. And one guy or one person was talking all about um, stuff to do with like parenting and trans and gays and, and a lot of extra shit on how half the issue is just parenting and no one wants to do that anymore. And then that's why we have problems, blah, 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 that I can't agree with. I do think <laughs> for um, younger kids that the at least the roles of the parents have changed it's not an actual parent it's not like an authority as much as it used to be i can't say that kids were not disrespected and treated wrongly in the past but i definitely think that the role of the parent has uh, become a little more lackluster in recent years so I, I i understood where he was coming from but then another one was like oh i'm a gen xer and I'm 55 and I just, everybody, every generation younger than me is just a pain in my ass. And I'm like, I could say the same thing about you. I'm not saying we're great, but our generation's not the end of the world by any means. Uh, we have our problems, but I think in the long run, we'll iron stuff out. I think most people just have to wake up to reality that's in my generation and younger and has that some people that haven't had to kind of live life and, and see stuff in a very, narrow point of view on just everything situations politics just whatever it doesn't matter what it is that it's very narrow they don't look at other people and and in the same way and and it's very polarized so i i don't think i I think that years down the road it will be better i think i'm optimistic but this woman (laughs) i was just kind of like i could say the same thing about you you said the same thing about your parents and the parent the people before you and how they were idiots and whatnot like you can't say shit. I mean, I get it. Like, 
shit, the woman was almost as old as my dad. Or, well, no, about the, about the same age as my dad. So it's it's kind of like, I get what you're saying, but come on. We can all point fingers if we really want to, so don't just say everybody below you is so crappy. <laughs> but it, it's cool. I, I'm glad that the shorts are actually working. We're growing. We're growing on the subscribers. About to hit 60. Thank you, guys. Um, it's, this experiment's actually kind of working. So I hope you guys are kind of enjoying the shorts. Some of them are a little more eh. There's some that I need to do that I want to do that I'm like, ooh, I, I would love, I wish, wish I could actually edit stuff on the YouTube app when making it. Like you can make, I can take it from my videos and just do it right there on the app and do certain stuff, but I can only do so much where it's like, damn it. I need to like actually pull that and, and edit it together and clip it like it needs to be and actually put a little more time into it so that that's kind of annoying but uh, i do kind of like it and it's it's getting some some uh uh i guess publicity is the right word but not like you know big publicity it's getting more attention so i i think that that's really cool and i hope anybody that's new is um like like some of the stuff that we have to offer here but uh yeah i i was I was a little nervous to put out the videos or videos, pictures of me when I was fat. And uh, I don't know why. I think part of it was like a self-conscious or self-conscious um, self-esteem thing. But I've all, I think because of how I grew up, I kind of grew up kind of having thick skin for the most part. And so... Um, can't say stuff doesn't get to me. It gets to everybody, but I, I was able to kind of just kind of roll it off my shoulders a little bit, and not worry about it. And uh, but then at the same time, it's like there's certain things. It's like, man, I don't want everybody to see this, whatever. Uh, but I, I don't know. I it's to me. I, I think I have a disconnect now because when I look back, it's like that's me, but I'm not the same person. I don't identify as that 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 kid. I, I don't identify as that 18 year old, that 15 year old that was just dealing with shit and, and, um, in the end, like super, super lazy and not knowing what he wanted to do. But I mean, we all have to take our journey somehow. And that's just where my starting point was. So I'm, I, I thought it was cool to kind of share that with you guys and, and be a little more open and, uh, about just like my discipline and, 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 uh, how I'm doing and shit I want to do. So, I thought that was really cool to talk about and it was fun too. I was like, you know what? I, I like, I like being, being open, at, um, with people. I always have been. So it's like, why not do that here? Like, I'm not afraid to necessarily talk about anything like that. Cause I mean, it's just, it's life and, and, and it's my experiences and that's what, what I've dealt with. So it was kind of cool. But, uh, something that pops into my head actually was me and a buddy speaking of like the, Oh, the generation X gen or what generation X, sorry, Gen Z and, uh, people and all that stuff was me and a buddy the other week were talking and, uh, we realized the thing that really just pisses us off, at least me personally and him as well. And I think my sister could vouch and some of my friends, I, I, I have a pretty good circle and I'm, I'm proud to say that too, is that, um, you know what? I think the thing we all hate the most is people that think they're entitled. And I think that's the problem is that most Gen Z kids think they're entitled. 
And in our reality, that's not how life works. You're not entitled to jack shit. And the thing we, we just happened to talk about was a theoretical thing about possibly someone we knew and some other things and situations in general, like hypotheticals. And we were talking, and I was like, you know what? I think I would be more interested. Like, I'm not an aggressive person. I can keep my cool for the most part on, like, the other side of my family. My, my dad's side's a lot more... Um, Oh, I guess aggressive and temp temperistic temperistic. I don't know if that's a word. And, uh, but th there's just like certain things that kind of piss me off and we're sitting there and we're talking. I'm like, I think I rather get into a fight with someone, let's say just in public or at a bar or something from someone that's just like stupid and super arrogant and very entitled than I would anyone else most of the time. Unless there's like an actual cause for reason, like some dude hits a woman or fucks with a friend or something like that. That's a different story that like, yeah, step in for sure. But in the sense of just like a me, you kind of situation, if it was like me and then there's somebody that was just saying shit and super arrogant and like only thinking of themselves and selfish and, and entitled and just like whatever, where I would, I would probably get fed up with it and i was like i'd rather get into a fight with someone like that just because it pissed me off than someone that actually insults me and is just being an asshole like i think i kind of can roll with the punches when it comes to something like that where <laughs> i'd rather have someone that's just being a jackass than than someone like that because it's like i can just brush that off and be like you're just having a bad day bro no problem like you're good or like someone says shit it's like okay thanks like whatever and just kind of move on. But when I just see arrogance, that's what oof, that's what burns the core core flames inside me. <laughs> but um, so this book, I'm going to talk about a book real quick. We're going to do a book re review, book summary of The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I read this book a few weeks ago. I, I kind of forgot to mention it last week. And I'm just going to kind of go over it a little bit. So this book, The Big Leap is all about trying to overcome basically mental obstacles in your head that limit you from being in performing in your full potential. I'm not like super into the mystic shit and like manifestation and, and certain things. Uh, but I do believe that mindset in general is a very powerful thing. And um, so his is kind of like on the borderline between those two, I think. Uh, he's, uh, I th believe if I remember correctly, he was a psychologist, but, um, so his whole thing is people have upper limit problems, basically like a mental glass ceiling of where they think they can get, but never go above and that they put their own mental limits on where they are in their life for whatever reason. And I found that kind of interesting and considering that like I want to basically take some leaps in my career and, and certain things that that it kind of relates to situations that I'm dealing with right now. So it was kind of interesting. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to take this in as best as I can. But he talks about how there's like different zones that people are in. The zone of, uh, was it compliance? The zone of excellence and zone of genius. You want to be in your zone of genius. That's where you're the best, um, best version of yourself in a lot of ways. Zone of compliance is, or uh, yeah, oh, zone of competence. Sorry, my bad. Zone of competence, which is just kind of like 
where you're okay, you can kind of do certain things, you can handle yourself, whatever. And then there's the zone of excellence where it's probably where the majority of people reside. And basically in the sense of like, you know how to do your things, you you um, are doing well with your family, your job, money, work, whatever, you're comfortable and you're, you're all these things and everybody kind of thinks you should kind of stay in that place because it's it's where there's like less risk and, and you you kind of get bogged down in those areas. I feel like that's kind of where I am right now, me personally, uh, in certain instances. Luckily, I don't feel like my friends and family think that I should stay where I am. So that's good. But in the sense of like comfortability, this is where I'm what I'm good at. It's risky to do other things and get it started and shit. And it kind of keeps you in this spot of like, this is all I can do for some reason. Like it's not true but it's something you unconsciously think and uh basically his book talks about that how most people deal with that and ways to kind of get out of it and recognize that and some of the stuff he talked about i'm like okay i'm already in a way kind of piecing that together myself in some form or another but he talks about them there being basically four main barriers that keep you from your zone of genius where it just kind of allows you to excel in whatever way. But it's all mental things. And one of them was that we feel like we are fundamentally flawed in some way and that we don't deserve whatever it is out there that's so good and in the way of feeling like we're complete and uh, doing well for ourselves. Like we can't feel happiness for so long or whatnot. And I was like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, kind of kind of feel like we don't deserve it kind of situation. I feel like most people do feel that. Uh, that would be, um, uh, ooh, ooh, I'm blanking on it, but it's uh, something that like most super successful people feel. Um, oh, I, I hope I, I hope that pops into my head. And then like another barrier, barrier two was a false belief that by succeeding, we are being disloyal to those we're leaving like to those we're leaving behind in our past or leaving in our past and basically in a sense of like by doing these things that we're stepping out of like basically the places we've been put into and that like we're leaving situations or people that in a way I guess is trying to say kind of hold you back but in in the sense of like by being successful we're we're um we're not being loyal to like our friends and family or whoever it is by by doing what's better for ourselves we're being disloyal to everybody else for basically taking care of of yourself in a way and then rule three is the false belief that we are a burden on on society and everyone around us uh number four the false belief that we we have to dim bright lights of our brilliance so that other so that we don't outshine um other people in our past and in a way he put that was like a sibling dynamic or certain things where we put limits on ourselves because we don't want to look way better than everybody else because we feel bad and and certain things and he's like most of the stuff is shit that happens in development and that as a kid, these are the like, stipulations that you get put into, and that's why it's so hard for people to eventually grow out of them. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. Like someone, 
someone finds it hard to um i guess do do these things because they they feel bad like they're doing something they shouldn't be and i i guess in certain ways that makes sense uh like maybe doing better than their siblings or doing better than their family or doing doing certain things that kind of hold you back where you don't feel like you should be do like being successful or, or taking that leap because maybe you think that people think that you think that you're better than them or, or, or like some different things that just kind of manifesting your head that end up becoming limits that are basically not there that you just perceive but in all reality it's not worth like putting up those barriers between you and basically it's supposed to like it's supposed to be what's stopping your upper li limit movement and allowing you to achieve the things you want you want to achieve and the success you want and i'm like okay that makes a lot of sense and then some of the signs of upper limiting or basically what what is uh keeping you from doing these things that keep stopping you is is what he talks about and one of them is worry Worrying about things that you just can't control so you don't end up doing or making those moves. Completely get that. I've thought about that, me personally. Uh, two, criticism and blame for certain instances. Uh, deflecting, not receiving compliments when you're doing well or whatever and just kind of shoving it off to the side. That's a form of an upper limit problem of like if you did something good or you look good or something and people compliment you and you just kind of like, ah, oh, no, I'm not that good. I don't do this, whatever you're not actually receiving that positive emotion in the sense of taking, uh, I guess taking control or just appreciating that and being like, I am doing good. Like, it's almost like you telling yourself that you're still shit at whatever it is. Like, that's almost like a self-esteem issue. Like if someone says, Oh my gosh, you've lost so much weight. You look great. You're like, no, I'm, I'm terrible. Like I'm not even doing anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's kind of like tearing yourself down by not actually receiving what people are trying to give you and, and stuff like that, or starting arguments, starting conflicts with other people. That was another one on his list. And that, uh, subconsciously maybe when, when things are going well for us, things are going too well that we un unconsciously cause issues with others or in our own lives or, or we're thinking about all these happy things. And then just something pops into your head and be like, Oh, it's not that great. And it kind of sets you back to reality. And, and that, that's why people have issues. Um, one of his is getting sick and that maybe the reason why you're getting sick is because you, you think things are going too well and that's why you get it. And it's like, you know what? Maybe. Uh, I mean, it seems a little out there, but I, I have to say I was not sick for almost a year. The last thing I was sick with originally was COVID and back in December of 2021. And I literally said that. And within a week, I was sick as shit, had an ear infection and all this. It was like I almost basically told myself, oh, you're not better than everybody else, like, <laughs> whatever. And then I just got super sick for, like, two weeks and had an ear infection and felt like shit. So it's kind of weird. It, I find that one a little more, like, whimsly, but it's still, it's still cool. And then another one's a breach of integrity where you, like, lie or do other things that kind of ruin your um, persona or appearance or your rapport with people and that because you do those things you you basically instead of allowing yourself to have more kindness love and joy and prosperous and success in your life you do these things that end up bringing things back down to a, a more normal level and then some of the, the genius questions he had in the book to basically 
um, figure out what, what it is that you need to do and, and to get in your zone of genius is, uh, number one, what do you love to do? Find that. What, what could you do forever? Like what, what do you just love spending time doing? What work do you do that doesn't seem like work? Something that most people don't necessarily find or do. And it, it, it kind of sucks, but it's like, that's what you can find. That's like the magic of, of happiness in life. I feel like and positivity or in my work, what produces the highest ratio of abundance and satisfaction and the amount of time I spend on it. And, uh, I feel like that's something that most people don't think about in the end. Like there's bits and pieces They're like, I really enjoy this, but I can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. Like so many excuses or examples. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes maybe you just got to take that leap or what is my unique ability? This one was a little more vague, but I'm like, I don't know. Cause I was thinking about it. I was like, what's my unique ability? And, and he was like trying to dig down to like core shit for people because he's also a psychologist. So he's sitting there and he's trying to break things down when people talk about things and dig deeper and deeper. And I'm like, the most vague thing I can do is for the most part, I get along with most people. And that's something I've always kind of been able to do. And, and I can kind of make friends with people fairly easily. Um, for the most part. And, and I'm kind of a people person. Like when I first came to Tipton and moved from my old school, um, one of the reasons why a certain bully, a guy that disliked me for years until he basically dropped out of uh, school to do online, basically didn't like me because I was able to be friendly and be friends with a lot of people just naturally. And I wasn't like necessarily super close friends, but like I, it was just something where like, people just were cool being around me and, and didn't have an issue with me. And it's like, he was upset that I had that ability, but that's like the only thing I could think of for my unique ability. And I need, I need like a, I need, I guess I need to talk to him personally and be like, all right, help me figure this out. Cause I don't know. Cause it's really hard to really look into yourself and be like, what is it that I'm like, like, that's like me. And like, what can I do? Because it's kind of hard. So this book is it's it's fairly simple, it's simplistic. It's a fairly short book, but it was it was still very interesting to read. And I was kind of like, you know what? I think there are certain things in this book where it's like I don't think sometimes it's as straightforward as what he's saying in certain instances, but I completely understand where he's coming from in the sense of we put limitations on ourselves. And to me, it all just comes back to mindset. Um basically being in control of your mind and how you perceive things and and um and all this is what kind of has this overall effect on how everything else is going to go if you think things aren't going to go well for you if you think things are shitty for you it's going to stay shitty or if you put limits on what you want to do like oh i want to go start this business but you're like i can't i got kids well if you have kids family makes it more difficult but if you don't actually try to go do certain things that's what becomes an issue and then that's where, for me personally, I feel like I'm slowly but surely working out of that me with, with my own life. And part of that was a real estate thing. I mean, I, I've I've thought about, like, what is it I want to do? I didn't go to college. Like, I was signed up, scheduled to go, and I, I, I cut my uh, acceptance in, like, June, right after I graduated. Because I was just like, you know what? I don't know what the hell I want to do. It doesn't make sense to go spend uh, let's say $40,000 for two years, at least just to get a basic degree. Um, let alone possibly four. like, I don't know what I want to do for a career. I don't know what makes sense. It doesn't make sense for money. I was less 
socially, um, I was more socially awkward at that point. I, I wasn't as social with people. I wasn't as great with people at the time. I was definitely a lot more closed in. And part of that was confidence because, because of my weight at the time and, um, having that. And so it just didn't make sense where I've like, man, what, what is it I want to do? And a few of those things for a long time was like doing YouTube and kind of doing that. And that's like what I'm doing right now and doing a podcast, like something I've wanted to do. I don't, I, I couldn't tell you if this is ever going to go anywhere, but just doing this is still kind of fun, even though it's a pain in my ass at times. I like putting stuff out and I, I find it, I, I find it fun in so many different ways. And not only that, but I was like, you know what? Like I've been thinking about this real estate thing for two, like two years. Like it first popped in my head like two years ago. And then I didn't buy the course until last April. And I just kind of left it because I got started, but then I got scared. And in a way, I kind of limited myself to my ability. And even then now, as I'm studying, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make money? How does this work? I have, I have no idea what I'm doing. What does all this involve? Am I, am I like all these different things? Like, what do I got to do next? What am I going to do after this? And at one point, I'm just like, you know what? I got to look at this at face value. This is where I am right now. I got to focus on this next step. I don't need to worry about shit that might happen in a month. Uh, or two or whatnot like it's like I'll figure it out when those obstacles come up and so in a way recently I have been seeing those uh, like those conscious things pop up and I'm like you know what stop that like I don't need I don't need that in my head and I think that's one reason why I've been able to make these changes is it's like after kind of understanding and talking to someone about the real estate thing I was like you know what I think this is something like I don't this is not anything I originally thought about or whatever, but I think this is something I want to get into no matter what, just to try it. And it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, let's do it. Like, I'm curious, I don't know what's going to happen. And is this a risk? Yeah, for sure. But you know what? I'm going into this like full positivity in a way. Like I know I'm not going to make money quick. I know I'm not going to make a fuck ton of money like anytime soon necessarily or whatnot. Like it's a process and I'm not expecting to do amazing, but it's like, I didn't think about that right now. Like I could, I only see success in this and it's like, I just got to get this steps done to get there. And I think most people need, need that. Like I, I think the thing that pisses me off and just hurts me so much at times is negativity. I'm not saying I don't feel it. I'm not saying I don't get depressed. I don't, I don't get those negative feelings. I'm just, I try to keep those away as me, as best as possible. I try to, I guess at certain times put on a facade, but it's not necessarily a facade because it's like I, in certain instances, I'm just happy and I try to just enjoy shit as best as I can where most people kind of just, I feel like sit in that slump and grudge and just kind of sit there and just uh, bury themselves in in self-pity and and a bunch of other things where it's like, I I can't say I don't have those same feelings at times, but you just kind of got to move on. And, and realize that like life's short, you got to do your thing and just keep, keep rolling with it and, and live in the moment and do, do what you can do to get, get where you want. And overall, just having a positive attitude towards other people and yourself and your family and, and love and, and all this. And it's, it's very needed. I feel like nowadays where it's like, if we just look at things in that way, it's, 
it's going to make the world a better place. And it's so cliche, but it's, it's such a fact for sure. And I just hope more people see that. And that's kind of one reason why I wanted to get into real estate. It's like, I want to, I want to try helping as many people as possible. It's like, for me personally, you guys don't know this necessarily, but I've lived not in different schools, districts. So some people wouldn't say it counts, but I have physically lived between my divorced parents and 20 different locations throughout my life. Yeah. Pretty sure 20. And that's not necessarily a crazy big deal. And some people move a lot farther and deal with different situations. I get that. But I'm just saying I've never had a home. I've never had like a place. I didn't have a house I grew up in as a kid. I don't have a house that both my parents owned. And, and it's like a part of me where most, not most, but a good portion of people kind of have that. And I want to help people find that. I want to I wanna help people find that place that home, that place they, they make all these memories. And that's, that's my goal. And I think that's one reason why I was attracted to it. And I can't wait to see where, where all this happens. And, and I, I'm pretty excited, but I hope you guys all, all do have a great week. I know this is a short episode, but uh, like I said, I've, I'm behind schedule on certain things because of studying and trying to push forward in that dynamic. But thank you guys all for your support on the shorts and uh, for the subscriptions and and, uh, likes and the views. And I do appreciate it. But um, just just live live a happy life and and go go and live the life you want. Honestly, just fucking do the best you can and work for it. And uh, you know what? I'll see all you guys next week. Peace out.